0: Hello and welcome to Pancration Philosophy. I'm Pocholo Cruz. I'm Scott McDonald, co-host. I'm
1: James Yang,
0: baby. Yes, you hey, are
1: James. What's up, Yang. Yes. thanks for having me here. No problem. Thanks for thanks it's for honest. joining Thank you us. Thanks for being here yeah.
2: and congratulations on the victory, bro. Thank you, bro. Like I said, fresh you, from a fight. Yeah, Bye. day after you are incredible to watch. You give the thing with you bro is every time you fight you get better you do something new and that i appreciate that so much about your game and i'm glad you made time for us today to be on this crazy ass podcast bro so
0: yeah no i mean yeah we do respect you as a martial artist and speaking of which we're just curious too like we just want to hear you talk about your own journey Mm -hmm. so how did you get your start in martial arts james so
2: before, I'm going to have to cut you off real quick, though. Because before, this is how this shit goes, yeah. bro. It's not formal. Yeah. Yeah. There was a quote that was said last night back in the AMC locker room. I have it in notes. And yeah. it was phenomenal. So, uh, Sean fought, uh, Sean Williams, and he uh, got into a couple shootouts in the fight. And, you know. Not
0: actual guns with his fists.
2: Yeah. But uh, he was Matt was talking to him after the fight. And Matt said to him, he was literally like, no, I like shootouts, as long as the other person dies. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what Matt said. That's a Matt Hume quote. We need I like that. shootouts, as long as the other person dies. So, I hate that's like that, be a, that's gonna be on that a a philosophical analysis of just, it implied that quote to life and see where it gets you. You know what I'm saying? If the cops are chasing you or some shit and you need to shoot it out rather than go to jail, I'm going to say shoot it out. Stop. Actually, I'm going to
0: say shoot out. Matt said shoot it out. So, there we go. That's also horrible <laughs> advice. I advise you if you are in clashes with law enforcement. He's a cop. He's a cop. So of course the law would say that. Oh yeah, so <laughs> people people get shot for less. You think if you shoot back at No, the only
2: life, if you're you white. Know. <laughs> This is, that was only to white people, my quote was only to
0: the white masses,
2: so, and then, please don't bother us, so, fuck it, it was and a bad yeah. quote, anyway.
0: Anyway, thank you Scott, alright, so James, <laughs> first, hey, well, back well, to the first, well. first question, yeah. How did question you, how'd you get started in <laughs> martial arts, <laughs> do you own a gun, James? Shootouts. <laughs> Shootouts, yeah. Shootouts.
1: yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I don't know, the martial arts journey for me, man, from the, like, the earliest day I can remember, man, I was just, that's all I wanted to do, man, to be a mm-hmm. martial artist, my father was really heavy on, uh, Bruce Lee, and he mm. was a martial artist himself. Okay. Uh, he was like in the Wing Chun, and the, kind yeah, of brought me up into like, in just in the philosophy of Bruce Lee, you know? Mm. And uh, as a kid, I always watched a lot of fucking Jet Li movies, Wong Fei Hong, The okay. old Kung Fu classic. Mm. And I mean, uh, that was like my biggest idol, you know, for me. Okay. Show.
2: Were you like, did you pretend you were gently at any point when you were little?
1: Always, man. I, I <laughs> feel like you did. <laughs> you know, parents to do martial arts at first, you know, because they said it was like too dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. But as a kid growing up, where I was growing up, it's like you get, you, know, you get bullied, you get picked on, you know. I it's know. like, and if you like, you can be a victim and get picked on, or you can like go, you know, fight off, fight these people off. and. You know, you had to do, you know.
2: Oh, dang. So, uh, you weren't <laughs> even doing just jetly in your bedroom by yourself, you were literally doing jet Li in the streets. That's <laughs> what you just
1: did. <laughs> you, you were literally like,
2: This dude's fucking with me, and I'm like,
1: Scott, he's going. I mean, me. so go full I, jet I, I just did it just so people would leave me alone, you know. People would yeah. get, word got out, and I'm like, Oh man, if I mess with this kid, it's like, you know, you know, you get in a fight, it's gonna be a hard fight. And so, how old were you when like you were getting into the, these scraps? And- oh man, the youngest thing I remember, I was like. I was maybe like four or five. I was with my grandma. That's okay. my grandma, she's walking me and my cousin. And
2: sorry, where is this? You said you grew up and it happened where you were growing up. This, was, this
1: is actually, this is in Shoreline, man. it just in Shoreline. I believe the streets road, are
2: rough. Shoreline.
1: It's not even that rough, but when you're- That's where we're going to take up, Ender
2: for his first date. It, 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 but no, it, like, it, it, well, it, hey. it,
1: can, it can be rough anywhere. Everywhere has, has yeah, everywhere has thing, yeah. it, you know. I just, I think it was just people just, you know, punk kids. But they were yeah. harassing my grandma, just like heavy, you know. I remember okay. as a kid, I was just like, I was just wishing I was a, you know an adult their ass up, you know, and just like protect yeah. my family basically. Mm-hmm. My grandma just fended them off with her slipper and was just like, was fighting That's like, old school Asian. Dudes, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. they're like, you know, they're the full grown guys like harassing the old, gra- old lady. But you were socking them and kicking them? With kids. Yeah, I was like, yeah, but I mean, I was a little kid, what can I do? But you, know? you were I mean, still
2: like punching them and kicking them? I was trying
1: to, but you know, like, my right grandma just grabbed me thing. and pulled us away and was like, you know, throwing shoes and we had to bounce, but those kind of things happen, you know. It this like shape you, you know? Yeah, yeah and, you know.
2: Cause I just had this vision when you told me that whole thing like that. The neighborhood kids knew there was this fucking other little kid who fought like Jet Li, and they were just
1: rattled. That's how my (laughs) mind (laughs) took. In those days, days, no one knew who the fuck Jet Li was, man. Okay. I don't know who Jet Li was unless you're like you know. Unless you're Asian. who Asian. So they knew who
2: who James Yang was before they knew who (laughs) Jet
0: Li was. that yeah, shit nice, is real, bro. That nice PR spin on that one. Yeah, okay.
2: man, that's going to no. be your new marketing campaign. But no, I feel it, bro. So it was like, it started with a, um, just fascination. It started with your family. That's where it started. With yeah. your dad, yeah, your dad, Lin Chun. Lin Chun. You, you know. like watching the... I think I can relate to that, bro. Me and my, me and Colin, you know my brother, we like watched Power Rangers as little kids and used to run around And kicking. likewise, yeah. yeah. yeah Teenage like, Turtles.
1: Yeah, it all kind of shaped us. You know, our generation, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't really have that UFC back then to like look at, you know, just... No. It yeah. wasn't, that wasn't available for us. so no. yeah, I, don't, I don't know other things to look at. But um, yeah.
0: okay. So so then did, did you was your first martial art then Wing Chun? Did you start like how old were you when you start doing it? I you?
1: actually slow, actually started when I was eleven years old. I joined okay. the international lion dance team martial arts. So okay. I started with like um, traditional Kung Fu, Southern styles Kung Fu, Choi Lay Fud, Wing Chun, Hung Gar. Uh, tai Chi. We started this little dungeon garage in Chinatown. That's like, awesome. I was kids. the only kid. Everyone was like it was like maybe like six or seven adults. So you're the youngest food. one there? I was or? the only kid. Okay, and only like, kid. And okay. And I and I was like a little kid. He has like security yards some and places and like but everyone was a martial artist from somewhere else. And and those times, you know, there was a lot of like old mentality of like, you learn from one person, you learn from my system only, and that's right. it. Ah, okay. and my okay. teacher, Stevie Tony, he was like very open about everything. He was like, dude, that's just good. learn from all of us. Like one guy had a karate background, Kyokushin karate, the other guy was like a little more Western boxing, and like, okay. I just kind of learned from all these guys. And kind of, kind of grew me up there with that lion dance team. So, and it was a big part of my culture too.
2: Yeah. Um, and, Bro, you're a karate kid, man.
1: Kung Fu kid, you're Kung Fu, Japanese—that's cultural yeah. appropriation. Yeah,
2: so yeah. no, that's why I'm here. I'm here so like I can learn t- I the culture. That's the thing, though. You know I
1: mean? There is, like Ruthie said, no. There shouldn't be one way of fighting. It's not a Japanese way of fighting. Or yeah, Chinese way of fighting. or Whatever you know, it's just everyone. It's just fighting. Fighting because fight. it's, it's fighting. Just, is it's fighting. just martial yeah. arts. And mm-hmm. you start dis- disconnecting everything. That's when you start putting yourself in a capsule. You know. Mm.
2: There's an Irish way of fighting. It's Irish way of fighting. It's you get drunk and mm-hmm. then you play bagpipes. <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait! Zero? Bagpipes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I really, that played the bagpipes.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's confused sometimes. We have bagpipes. We don't really fuck with them like that, but you know that's how that was what I grew up with. Getting drunk and fighting. <laughs> Getting drunk and fighting with bagpipes? No, no, I'm making us look bad. But no, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah.
0: you started that like so young. But then, okay, so you started, and then how, about how long did you did you train, like, like so,
1: from, from, from that age till yeah. now, right from now. From that age
0: till now, you know okay. I mean?
1: So when I was 11 years old, I, I trained with them, you know, my line dance team was a big part of that, performing all around. Mm-hmm. And I trained with that, doing that, I did some Vietnamese style called Bo Vietnam. Okay. And it was a lot of, like, naked tags, jumping, lane tags. And the teacher there also did, like, his brother was, like, a Taekwondo national coach, so oh, I learned yeah. from them. Some Aikido from them, yes. Yeah, uh, hey, you did
2: Aikido, I yeah. did. That was my first martial art, See? man. Did you do Rondori? You ever do Rondori? No, Rondori's filthy, bro. Yeah, that was the only thing I liked about that shit. Is they're like, All right, Rondori day, six motherfuckers run up on you, and you gotta use your Aikido. Oh, but then after doing it a few times, I realized I'll probably got stomped. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was at Seriously? school getting into it like I did, like. You know, I would just got fricking brother stomped had I fallen. <laughs> <on> my, <laughs> you know, but no, I loved the keto because it taught me about momentum. But yeah, go uh,
1: ahead. Uh, I mean, I mean, the best thing about it was just that I was learning a kind of good values. You know, I mean, I was you know I little bit kind of a b- bad kid growing up. Not like my parents were bad parents; they're great parents. Like my rest of my siblings are great. And my sister's real <laughs> good. I was just the only one that was like kind of wild. You know, and I was like yeah, a, a wild kid okay. running around.
2: You like the trouble.
1: I guess so. I like, pushed, I like to push people's buttons is what it was. Like people told me not to do something, yeah. and I would do it just to like, just to do it to see them like react. Yeah, so you and push buttons, so I you like, stepped I over the line. I, I was an habitual, habitual line stuff. I, I love to get yeah. checked. I, I like get, that though. I <laughs> get, <laughs> get yeah. my grandma, and I, li- I like, I like that shit. Um, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I deserved it. I was like, like, no, you know, let's like, let's
2: see how far yeah. I can take this. Yeah. Let's see how far I can take this. Pretty much, man. You're a questioner, and they're like, do this, and you're like, why?
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 Why why should I? Why should I? They do not touch I, this. I it's of, mean this? <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of thing? Yeah, you mean know? this, this thing right here?
1: Yeah. I mean yeah. this one. Okay. i like be told that you guys are kind of a rebel. So is it fair
2: to say you've had in the beginning just it was a traditional martial arts Very traditional. Path. All you did a lot of the traditional arts and um does that um that definitely influences your style today. I feel like for
1: sure, right? So, like, hey, the first martial art tournament I did was like my my seat was like just told me like, I had to go up to Canada and do this this tournament. You know, and I was like, okay, Tiger Bomb International. I was like, all right, I'll do it. Okay, and when You wanted me to go up to Grand Championships. which means you gotta do you gotta compete in a hand form, a weapon form, and you gotta fight in one day. Huh. All okay, day. so I like. All right. So I'll weapon do... form, you fight a person with a weapon. No, no, no. So you do um, like a, form. a form. Oh, it's like kata. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you, you compete like a bunch of others, if, you, if, if your
0: sword's if your arms not cut off, you can then go fight. Yeah. yeah. Ah, ice off. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even a wooden sword if you get hit with that. You're like ah. Bro, as, as dude, as I thought I you know were just stick you
1: know. fighting other people because that would have been awesome. But so yeah. you did the.
2: Um, forms and then
1: left. and I had a fight. So I, I, I the day I did it, all on the same day. All the same day, and and my events were like in between each other. So I literally like I did my form from all these judges, they got my score. Then I ran straight, did a round, mm-hmm. fought a dude. Yeah. Came back, did my other form, and then I had to run back, fight my other fight, and then I had another fight after that. Oh
0: jeez.
1: And then uh, I went through that, and then at the end of it, they're like, they took all the divisions together. Like you have to do it one more time. Cause like there's like the top of each division had to compete one more time for the forms. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I ended up getting into that day and I was like, man, I love this. You know, mm-hmm. I love like having to like- You like the competing? The competition part. aspect yeah. of it, okay. I loved it. You know? I, got, I always loved martial arts and mm-hmm. it was always kind of like my dream to do that. And, and, and here you of,
2: are doing it. And here I am doing it. You
1: know? yeah. I, I wanted to go to China to train with Shaolin monks. You know, that's something I always wanted to do. Oh, and did you do that? When I, I got an opportunity to do that. And you know, something about that, I gotta say man, I feel like it's so beneficial for everyone to like Mm -hmm. just go to China, rural China, six months or something to almost a year. Just just Mm -hmm. go there and live that lifestyle Mm -hmm. where you're getting like you get mentally. Well, I won't say mentally broken. I've seen a lot of people mentally break, but it's yeah. good for you though. You get mentally, spiritually, and like physically broken. I feel like it open your and, eyes. And, so and a lot. then you bring it. Once you get shattered, you bring all that together, and then you're like, you know, you're a different person afterwards. You learn a lot of lessons. So how did you get
2: mentally broken with the Shaolin monks? So hold up, on. just let's let's respect what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> that is deep. So how did you get broken by the Shaolin monks I mean, in rural China? Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, well, <laughs> it's very different when you, you know leaving like you know such a nice country like America. You're, mm-hmm. you're here, you know, it's like it's, everything's so easy, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you get put out there and you see how people live, it's just a totally different, different thing, man. Like, and I can explain, like, in the wintertime, uh, northern China is very... So wait, cold. you mean the Communist Party didn't give abundance to all the peasants? You got it. I mean, <laughs> now we go... Say what? Listen, when you go now. times are good. China's got a lot. You of You mean money now. communist capitalist China? It's, great. it's always like <laughs> capitalist.
0: It's always. Oh, no, for sure. You know, when
1: I got there, it's like right around 2007, right before yeah. the Olympics, 2008. And the, from then on, it boomed. Like the okay. time I was there, I just saw a huge <laughs> jump. It was it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it was just like in the winter time, we was six months locked in grid grid ice. We had nice. no Damn. little food, little to no food. And, you know, the closest town is like six kilometers away, and that, that town was like a dirt road called Yarher. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like dirt roads and just greasy, you know what I mean? Yeah. but I loved so, it. So I love my rural, rural. Yeah. 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 And people yeah. of China, Dongbei is where I was. So the peasants and are like, like
2: I don't mean to say peasants, the rural people are like, it's rough here. And rough. then there's it's another rough. place where like it's farm.
1: rougher than here. Oh you're going there. Oh damn. They call it the armpit of China. That's what the they call it. armpit of China, damn. Dude, so you're in the armpit of China. With the Shaolin moms. Training, eight hours yeah. a day, up, hours Wake a up day. at five o'clock in the morning, and go run. Okay. And in winter time is like dark out, and it's, it's like a, it's basically like military style. They have bells, everything rings off. You know, certain times you have to eat, and oh, wow. the mood is like it's like a mesh. It's a hall, it's a food hall. You just That's slop it nice. on your bowl or your plate. Yes, yeah, so that, eating, that, that eating is like real in the back. Yeah, that is a real prison. Like, mm-hmm. or like, but I love and everyone wears jumpsuits. It seemed like you know yeah. prison. But hey, James, if you right want right to have up, that
2: experience, you, know. you can just commit a crime and go to prison. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like and you there might be some food. more. Yeah, yeah, you There should be
1: yeah. better food in jail. I, I, I would think. Yeah. Like, I've seen yeah. people just snap mentally, people broke out there, like legit. What did that look like? So this guy, I don't shout my names, but one of the guys. Yeah. He rung the bell. I mean, he basically should have. I he should just quit, man, because I mean, his hair was growing out, like, and it was like in his eyes or something. And this is like, you know, heavy in the winter time. Okay. Like, you know, just, now at this point, like, the food is not. The trucks are so much ice in the road that trucks can't come up to us and get us food. You know, mm, and the way we shovel snow is like we have like a, literally a tree branch with like a two by four connected to it. We're like shoveling snow out. One day for like a training session, that'd be like a training session. Damn. Miles out, you know, and yeah. like the snow which comes up to like you know, it's thick ass snow. So were you guys in elevation too? Or? We're in elevation oh, too. Okay. <laughs> elevation.
2: So, so how old, old were you when, were you, when you were here?
1: Uh, just right out of uh, seventeen, eighteen,
2: just turning eighteen.
0: Damn. Turning so
2: when you have this like brand, or like anyway, anyway, this is a better question. So when you were doing this, was there ever a point where you were like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> no, where, man. Uh, not once. I was like,
1: you're telling I, you're I was, being real, with me. Not once. You were you didn't <laughs> want to come home and eat little. Of course, candy. I wanted to come home and see my family. That's the biggest thing. When you're gone, the first thing you miss. First thing for me, anyways, I miss my family. Biggest, you know. And all of, you know, just, you was, didn't miss was, any
2: of the pleasantries here in America. All the you know gravy. the first couple of weeks
1: you like he's gone after the first week or so. You know you like every day just so long because it's just like you're sitting. There's no TV. Yeah. There's like no internet. There's no sh- there's nothing to do basically. Mm-hmm. Like, train kung fu, and you know meditate, yeah. read. That's all you do. You no. Know?
0: Well, hearing you sounds just like I, I feel like you came in or you went into this like situation knowing it would be like this. So I want to take a step back. What about what about? How did you get this opportunity, or what made you hear about it, and what made you want to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, because if I hear this, or I know Ender. I can't imagine Ender wouldn't make it over there. Yeah, Look, he, he's he's been on his phone like every minute that we've been here. Well, i been mostly yeah. trying to take but, a nap, but you yeah. guys won't let but me. But then, so shut yeah. up, Ender. Anyway, back to you, dude. So, mm-hmm. what about that made made it appealing for you, or something that you wanted to do?
1: Well, originally the plan was. So I was, you know, going to school, you and everything. I, was, you know, doing the, the conventional conventional. Concella, life, right? Concella, that
0: that's so what I,
2: Yeah, this but, is the yeah. one of the most. important parts of your story is this yeah, right. right here. So you know, and as, I have questions
1: about it. But go ahead. So I was doing like the conventional life, you know, going wanting to go to school like after you know high school, you supposed to go to college and yeah. get a job and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And I decided to take like six months off and just go go to China and do what my just get it my dream, do it, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and. And then I ended up just like learning from other people like there's more ways to live your life than what we've been taught all our lives as yeah. kids, that like we've been brought up in school saying like you have to do this, do this way, a certain way. The conventional to have a lifestyle. successful yeah. life. But that doesn't, you know, it has no meaning because successful to me is like being at the end of your life on your deathbed and, and looking back and not having regrets, you know what I mean? About, you know, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. And to me, that was, a, that was what I thought, you know, when I was out there and I was like, I'm just gonna stay here. And the school, you know, offered me to perform with them and be we with the performance mm-hmm. team, and I just took the opportunity as I, as I was there.
2: But you, you in our conversations about like, because you were in the, were you in the engineering program in UW?
1: I was going to go into engineering. You were going to go into engineering. I wasn't in the program. But I was going to. Right. It
2: was, that was just because plan. of your no, plan. your uh, accomplishments in school. It was like that's where you were probably. I want
1: to, to be engineering. yeah.
2: Okay. So there's, a, I've also heard you talk about working like nine to five jobs and stuff. Yeah. And there's some, there's something that you said to me way back in the day is like, you're just not, there's something in you that you don't like doing that. Like the the nine to five grind, the, oh, the repetitiveness, the monotony. Um, Being trapped inside all day, having someone breathing on you, that's
1: like, you
2: know. You why, can you explain that more? Why does that, why do you resist that? What I guess it goes it?
1: back to as my childhood, I just never could, I was just, I'm not that person. I, and honestly, I felt like it's because of China, living in China and, and going through that like I said, getting everything, getting your spirit, your mind your body broken down and like shattered in the glass basically mm-hmm. and having to pick all the pieces back and like, and then you become like, you know, you understand like life's different. You don't have to live like certain ways. You know, you, it's just, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Well, is
2: it? Oh, that oh of, I have oh, a really, I don't want to lose it. You know me. Bro. Yeah, I'll go, go, go on, ahead. I got to speak yeah. now. Um, you had this experience in China that changed how you look at life, profoundly For shifted sure. your perception. Absolutely. And being in an area where there's scarcity, there's uncomfortable conditions, there's um, not a lot of stimuli, you were able to like cultivate this new outlook. And it sounds like what you're saying to me is like, in modern, like corporate, industrial societies, we don't have, we can't do that.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, working for a big company, for me, uh, it felt, just felt like no one really cares about you. And every day you're going through the same BS conversations with these people, like no one really cares, you know, it's always like fake conversations, and I hate fake shit, you know? Like, I, <laughs> like why are you smiling at my face and like talking about shit that we talked about yesterday? Every day, fucking every day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or
0: well, how about water? <laughs> yeah, man. The good, and, you're
1: talking about the water cooler conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, you know? And, and I just, I wasn't for me, you know? I just, I, I mean, I, it's not that I can't do it. I was grinding for a minute. I was doing, I was working, you know, night shift at a, a, an aerospace company, working UPS by day you know, package delivery, just working, just grinding, trying to make money. I was like, man, for all the time I'm putting into this is, What are you getting out of it? What am I getting out of it? Here, yeah, yeah. here's your getting, paycheck. Yeah, that's and it was like made. a shit paycheck, and I'm yeah. like, my body's breaking down. Mentally, I was just like, I mean, I, mentally I'm fine, I can do it, but it's just like, why do I need to do it? But this? why would There's you other ways to enjoy my yeah. life, and I was like killing yeah. my soul, basically, that's what I felt yeah. like. That's what I'm trying to get at, I'm trying to
2: get you there. The yeah. soul, because I have this whole thesis, and I've talked about it on the show, like, um, I have like a lot of far-leftist political views. Say what? And, and yeah, anyway. well, but but I'm honest about I'm honest about them, right? Yeah. But my whole theory is like in our society, like especially with like uh, capitalist modernity, is the jobs we work end up just turning us into almost like a commodity ourselves. So what we're doing is we're doing these actions over and over again, and then they inherently become meaningless mm-hmm. because of just how repetitive it is, right? And then when you look on like on an economic scale, there's, there's like exploiters and then the exploited. So when you're the exploited, you can either come into that consciousness and be like, well, this is my class. This is what I'm doing. I'm not fairly compensated for the work I'm doing. And there's very few opportunities for me to have a spiritual experience and cultivate myself um, because I need to survive, right? Um, and what I'm trying to get at is the spiritual, because I feel like right now in our society, there's a lot of spiritual death. I'm not talking about God. I don't believe in all that shit. I'm talking about just purpose and purpose and heart mm-hmm. and, um, and I think capitalism will never give you spirituality. I think if like socialism and there's some principles there that lead to creativity but state communism, um, state capitalism won't give you that either, right? So what, when you say the soul and you say it was soul crushing, can you unpack that a little bit more?
1: So like I'm not anyone special, you know, everyone has it in them. Everyone's special. Dude, I mean that's the thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, You just have to look. That's what I mean, when you bring everything is broken down, you gotta see yourself, who you really are at your core. You know what I mean? And Every day you get all this minutiae of like, oh you have to have nice cars and all this shit that doesn't make you you, but they think that just having this stuff makes them above other people or something, it's like, it's a crazy mentality to have. I never really understood that. The material value. The material value of things, right? Yeah. And like, you know, prioritizing that over just being you know, a better person yourself mm-hmm. and like doing what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And not having just like, being like a, after the money and that's yeah. like, I ha- money equals happiness. Like we've all kind of been brainwashed. like. Yeah. On that, you know what I mean? Yeah, especially, especially like in this
0: culture. But I think, yeah, just hearing you say that, it's just well, it's a common, it's a been a common theme throughout. I think you're, it's just you're not just a martial artist, you're just an artist at the at the core. You are like wanting, wanting, wanting to express yourself. But I feel like what what you saw or what you see in most people is that a lot of people don't want to express themselves. because yeah. it's easier, it's easier to not. It's, it's easier just to, to hide and to not pretty much expose mm-hmm. yourself to that. And I think a, a, very, I mean, a very telling thing also is just how, you know, your experience in China. I think you were able to see pretty much like, you know, what you were just saying, talking about material wealth. You realize that that's all false, really. Mm-hmm. Like, and for what purpose does it really entail? And I think what makes it hard for you to accept like the nine to five grind is that you realize that you've already been put in a state where you realize you don't need you don't need the material things necessarily. You know, you were you know you're you're in China in a cold in a cold isolated like mountain <laughs> area having to shovel snow. You realize that a lot of people are really willing to sacrifice uh, pretty much sacrifice their life mm-hmm. for material stuff like you know like you're saying like the, that usual grind why do they do that or that soul crushing grind they do that just to make money and then like the money for what and then to live like to live lives like but then they only they can only live their life in like the amount of time that their company or their work allows them to yeah. and I feel like that's the true prison
1: right there yeah, yeah like, shit slavery yeah. bro I don't give a fuck <laughs> I and mean, I'm not saying like every people yeah. that make money are like not happy or whatever oh but, no 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 it's but, not
0: that but there's a there's, there's a lot there's a of
1: worth like, a, there's a worth to it and
0: there, there, there's, a, there's that time, It's because yeah, it's not that black and white, but I think I, I feel the same way. It's like there's that, there's that time to uh, value ratio, yeah. you know, from the, like, okay, you put in this much time, but how much are you getting out of it? Mm-hmm. Like I can definitely relate to what you're saying when you're talking about how you're working these jobs and you're wondering, oh, why am I doing this or for what worth is it? Like yeah. it's not just that, I'm not saying money equals bad, I'm just saying like, there are, there are things that you can, you can gain, well, you, you can gain Don't get it twisted, money. that's what I'm saying okay anyway <laughs> what,
1: what,
0: what I'm, what I'm that, that, that is what Scott's saying but what I'm saying is that you can you can earn money while losing a lot more For sure. a lot more of that in Absolutely. your life uh, yeah. and I th- do you,
2: James do you think it was like cause you had a you had an encounter with like yourself yeah. in China I still do and yeah. you, you yeah. do all the time yeah. that's why you do things to like face yourself Yeah. but I'm it's different, I feel like, based on environmental factors. So you're literally in an environment where you, I feel like you had, in China, where you had to face yourself. Mm-hmm. All these distractions are removed. And so what, and, and, and what? how do you, in this society now, especially American society, where there's all these distractions, there's really an obsession with like kind of creating this like celebrity. Everyone can be their own celebrity now. They can be a celebrity because of social social
0: media. media.
2: Right, now everyone looks at what you say, like they value your opinion more because it's out there, you can create little videos and stuff. How with all those distractions and the uh, like cult of
1: multiple multiple
2: personalities in America, how do you carve out time to just face yourself?
1: That's the thing, I think people just need to be honest with themselves, man. Mm -hmm. And it's a hard thing to do because everyone's ego is always gonna be, you know, Telling you this, telling you that, mm-hmm. and I think that's why martial arts is so beneficial to my to my life, especially because that's always been a consistent thing that helped me break it down. You know, break mm-hmm. myself down and keep myself in check, and of course the people around me. I have like great people around me. You know, my loved ones as well mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. are like they're with me. They keep me, you know, centered. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know. I you know I don't have all the answers because you know the mm-hmm. ego will tell you you do, and then you, maybe you don't. You know what I mean? that's the thing. So it's so, always a learning, it's just a journey, I'm always a learning, I'm on it, you know.
2: So do you think, um, cause, uh, the ego is really rewarded in our society, right? Like, I mean, yeah. other than our president, who just has no ego at all and is completely humble and so like, right. you know, right. just really selfless. Right. So what do you think about people like that though? People who, um, just asshole their way to the top or like, they, they're just so immersed in their own ego. They literally can't see anyone outside of themselves and they like, because th- there's a couple, there's some, there's problems, a little bit of a two edged sword with your philosophy. One philosophy is self discovery is important and doing what makes you happy. That's one way of cutting it, which is like that can be beneficial to everyone as a whole. The other way that cuts is like whatever makes me happy is top priority regardless of others' happiness. And I think the ego, checking the ego, is an important kind of like balancing point between those. Two things so what do you what's your analysis on one martial artist whose ego get out of control mm-hmm. or just celebrities or just people when they're what does it look like when the ego gets out of control and what are your thoughts on that or maybe even yourself I mean yeah. you check yourself a lot don't get, don't get yeah. <laughs> you talk shit okay. but like, but I love talking shit you know, no, who doesn't you know no, I mean, it's, it's something pushing but those buttons I mean, the, on this podcast we ask multi-layered questions like that so do you get where I'm going kind of yeah okay. yeah
1: yeah so I mean I see that's the thing I I don't really. I don't get too caught up with thinking about people's, other people's, mm-hmm. what they want to, you know, believe in or how they want to act. Because I mean, at the end of the day, is it my right to like tell them how to think or think of? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm.
0: I, and then they're like, what, what? what you think is right for you might not be right for someone exactly, else. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's but their but own. But then we get into moral yeah.
2: relativism. Yeah. And that's where I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. it gets dangerous. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, because I, I fuck with how your outlook on life, because I've seen how it's turned you into a humble person. I'm just saying the same people use that way of seeing the world quite a bit differently, right? right? And it, then it kind of gets into this weird libertarian thing where it's like, my shit's my shit. No one can tell me that this is not my shit. And then I just feel like, What's the what's the balance with thinking about the world? But way?
1: you know, someone might think that for like a year, a couple of years, and then all of a sudden they have a, a moment, some kind of epiphany, and mm-hmm. their life changes, and yeah. then or vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone learns, you know, different. Mm-hmm. From that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's just I mean, as long as you're honest with yourself, and if that's who you are, then be who the fuck you are. If you're an asshole, be an asshole. You know, don't try to be someone that you're not. If you're God nice, right person, right you're nice. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because you're I mean, your life's too short to like. For sure, you know your life's too short just, to
0: be lived yeah. by others. Yeah. yeah,
2: But here's the other thing too. In our gym, in our culture, right? Yeah, yeah. I think just subconsciously we do a good job of kind of seeing who's an asshole, who does that, yeah. and then they yeah, don't, guys. They don't get that. No, not you. Put you portray yourself that way, but you are not like that. Yeah. What we do, and it's a hub for the rest of society, is when someone does that, they're not a good training <laughs> partner. They're all out for themselves. Then we kind of start to avoid them, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because. The ego is important but then also like what i think the asshole on some levels there needs to be some accountability right sure even if he says that's the way i am right so right. like in martial arts like how does that transition to like someone you're training with or a training partner like have you read to like check a training partner like absolutely and absolutely. what is that and i've seen you check because yeah. you're a coach too yeah, yeah. and so I mean, what does that look like yeah. <laughs> like because i'm just trying to get back to your philosophy of like
1: I think you don't fully believe, like, yeah, so that's who they are. Like, you'll accept that that's who they are. That's who they are, but, but I mean, there's times and places where they, I mean, they have to be respectful, too, to where they're at. Right. I and mean, they can't just, I mean... it's true. And that's what I was trying to get back yeah. to, because yeah. the philosophy that, because
2: I know your beliefs, because we talked a lot, you yeah. know, this is, this is just now, there's a camera here, so that's just, I've always wondered, like, where you go with that, but go ahead about, like, having to check people, or if, like, someone's ego is out of control, like, what is... How do you deal with that as a martial artist, but just as a fucking person? Like, how do we deal with
1: the asshole? I take my fist.
2: That's I mean, what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> it, it gets to that point, though, you know what I mean? I mean, some people don't can't listen. No matter what you say, they can't hear shit. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? And it, that's still how you break your ego, you know what I mean? You have, have to have that, you have to like, be humbled sometimes. There
2: has to be some sort of like social force, right? Sure. And I was listening to Dave East on the way here. He has a song called Violent with uh, Lloyd Banks, and he says, Sometimes you gotta get violent, that's the only way they'll understand you. Yeah. Mm. And so what I'm saying is like, there's a balance. If someone disagrees with me, like someone, Facebook, discussion, your political beliefs are bullshit, God, da da da, your <laughs> beliefs are bullshit. You know, I don't think he's understanding me. <laughs> it's not that, it's not that, he but, get but. there's different get But there's different levels of yeah, yeah, that, right? Checking sure. the ego, and I think that's yeah. what it comes down to, like, um, so yeah. Um, I just wanted to know I wanted to let you talk now though how do you how do you deal with that on an interpersonal level
1: I, I think you can always be talked out man you yeah. know that's what you always try to do first you know try to view yeah. something in mm-hmm. a situation yeah. you know and try to hear the other person's side and mm-hmm. really like you know be empathetic about it, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a, just a point, you know, where you there's a line you, you start crossing that then changes the atmosphere too. Yeah, you have to understand, you know, either it's not gonna be able to be dissolved with words, then something else gonna happen if mm-hmm. it gets past that, you know. And yeah. when that does, I'm, I'm ready to take care of myself, you know, if that ever happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So something needs to be checked. I'll check. That's the thing. <laughs> the lines, the, yeah. I hate bullies. You know, and like yeah. even at my at the Shaolin school, there's this yeah. one dude, this big, big dude. Had like a, he's like from Australia. This guy, yeah. I don't want to drop name and shit. Well, yeah. it's
2: not Tim Berry
1: pretending yeah. to be Australian. <laughs> what?
0: Another? This Australian.
1: Dude, just, his name is Tim, Tim. Tim Berry.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Australian Berry. Yeah. Cocky. My friend, my my good my good friend, uh, called Gillette. Yeah. He's from he's from Spain. He's a little Moroccan Spanish kid. Yeah. This guy from Moldova, called him, he called him Gillette because yeah, he's like uh-huh. you have to watch out from like when you shave. This kid's sick though. He's my favorite He's a really good good friend of mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when they were at lunch, lunch hall and this guy was like talking shit. He's like you know six something, six foot something. He's talking shit to this kid like like about sparring day or something or like having because every month at the school we have a test day where you're like you fight, you do forms in front of the whole school mm-hmm. and like no know, pressure, you, you compete and everything. Um and, and he was just barking off at him. And I was in the back of the lunchroom, just eating my lunch, and I was like hearing all this shit. And I was like, motherfucker, shut yeah. your mouth, you know, I'll fight yeah. you. And yeah. he got all quiet all of sudden. Cause at that time I've kind of been there for, like a longer, older student, you know? Yeah. He shut up for a little bit. And then and then we I kind of just forced him into it. Yeah. So that we would do a fight, you know. I yeah. talked to a sifu and, yeah. you know, I set it up. And we did it. And the only no reason why I did it. it was so that everyone else in the school would be like, stop being so lazy and start taking training more serious. Cause there was that kind of a time where right, these new students were kind of being like lazy and hella cocky and like talking mad shit and thinking they're like, thinking they're better than they really were, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was like way bigger than me, but like I still went in and you know, I torched him for two rounds and pretty much, you know, he was done, you know, after two rounds. And after that though, it, like it lit a fire in his ass and he yeah. would shut the fuck up, yeah. humbled himself and just trained hard, man. And like helped other people and like, it changed the whole school, you know, it helped everyone around the school. (laughs) And that's what I'm trying to say, like
2: that's kind of my point here, is don't fall for too much individualistic uh, philosophy, because at the end of the day, we can be for the individual, we can be for the person and their aspirations, but there's gonna be some societal checking when people get out of hand, and that's a perfect example of that. Like, and and that's what I'm saying, I wish, it gets harder and harder the higher up you get in in, like institutions or jobs, because there's people who just have power over you, and you can't, check them, because you don't have the institutional power, you don't have the collaborative power. But that's that's why I like martial arts, because that just kind of works itself out sometimes. Either if the person's a dick and sparring or annoying, they just lose partners, mm-hmm. or they, they know they'll injure people, so it just kind of turns into this de facto, like, discipline. It's like, well, no one's fucking with you anymore. You know what I mean, and yeah. I wish things happened like that out here in the world more often And they do. But
0: like on Facebook,
2: yeah, like <laughs> so you can just yeah. People. No Zuckerberg does that. Yeah. Like if yeah. you post certain political ideas, yeah. your ass is banned. So yeah.
0: good job, Zuckerberg, okay. I, I thought you. I thought you were gonna say that he shows up at the house and I'm just imagining Mark Zuckerberg punching <laughs> Dude, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Yeah, I i, don't know. Know. I Yeah, I know that's that's very one in my head. But anyway, back to your story, James. All right, so. You were at so you're at the Shaolin School. Yeah. So how,
1: how many years were you were you
0: there how many years did you live in China?
1: about four. A little bit four more than years. four years. Okay. So I was at the Shaolin County for about three. Okay. and uh, we were performing tour around Asia. Got a huge opportunity in the school. We gotta mm. like travel around Asia, just multiple countries, oh, I went wow. to India, like all around. By the way, Mumbai, India was probably one of the roughest spots It's just oh, of I'm of sh- I'm tough. I'm sure people. talk and, about yeah. that. Oh man, I just I never like I thought China was crazy and you know, overpopulated and like you know impoverished. And I went to India and that was like something else. Man. You thought. <laughs> it
2: was like yeah, you New
1: thought. Delhi was sick though. I did yeah. a show for like, uh, Bollywood Awards. Oh wow. The Bollywood yeah. Awards, dude. It was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Another performance was like for the Indian Cricket League at New Hyderabad, which is like a Google hotspot now, you know? Oh uh, wow. Like the tech <laughs> spot. <now>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. That's not what it is. That's not That's it is. That's what happened. That's the world we live in. But, no. you know, people were driving taxis or taxis that had, like, no mirrors and, like, just whizzing through like alleyways and like just people just sleeping on yeah. the floor, just roll a blanket out in the middle of the day, taking yeah. a nap, and just cars whizzing by. Mm-hmm. And they wake up, roll their blanket up, just bounce to go to work. Yeah. It's just it's, 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 it's different. It's, it's very a, crazy it's culture. True. I loved it. I loved it. You know the country and I love the people. But Mumbai. Um, but yeah, I, traveling around Asia, it was, it was a great thing. Traveling with the team, uh, we got some it was some crazy travel stories. I mean, our our headmaster would like fly himself and go. You know, we would have to take like a bus. Like an 18 hour bus ride fucking No, for yeah. real, man. But then one day, <laughs> yeah. one day though, like one of the performances we went to, I told him, Hey man, my visa's about to expire, can you sort me out with this? He's like, Oh yeah, we got you, we got you. We leave yeah. to the country before I come back. And they're like, Oh man, you're expired. You can't oh, come back in China. I was oh, like damn. I was like, dog, what the fuck? You don't yeah. take care of this yeah, shit? Man. Yeah, man. I had to fly down to Hong Kong. Stay, sleep in the airport overnight. That's the only place they can renew my visa. Because it's, the, and and then because come it's back. technically China. Yeah, and then come back time. in. Yeah. And he waited for me uh, at the Beijing airport for like 24 hours. Right. And I was like literally the last flight coming back. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy's not waiting. He's gone, you know. Yeah. And he's like standing out there waiting <laughs> and we kicked it. We drove like flew, yeah. flew back to the city. It was dope, man. The whole mm-hmm. team was gone. Just him and me. And he was actually a pretty nice guy. We had a good talk, you know, but but man, man, it was, it was... You're like, you still fucked up? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I didn't need to do all this. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, just
2: taken nice care you like, I just <laughs> imagine you guys sitting next to each other on the flight, and you're like, he's a really nice guy, and he's talking, and you're just looking at him like this. Yeah, I mean, yeah good cool story you, He's man. like, <laughs> <laughs> like buying me food, and he's like, very he sorry. so guilty. He, he, he was, was guilty, was <laughs> guilty. He, <laughs> was he fucked up. It's not funny people do you dirty, and the next thing here come the gifts. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, I know what you did. At least you're Yeah, I know. Okay. Okay. That's me. is my face when they I do that? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, oh, one in. I'm one punch One punch man. Okay, okay.
1: That's crazy, oh, bro. But yeah, then my last year in China, I stayed at Beijing Sports School. I got an opportunity to train there. <laughs> that's where the same school Jet Li came from, actually. Oh, wow. It comes full <laughs> circle. circle. That <laughs> was like a <laughs> oval, what I just did right yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> <a, laughs> it like, it's the more of
2: an ellipse than I ever <laughs> really? seen. I was like, <laughs> full circle. Yeah. So, so how more how
0: like was that? You got to meet Jet
1: Li or you got to see him? His master, I met Jet master. He doesn't train, he doesn't teach anymore. So this is like board the Beijing Wushu team. Oh, wow. This is the Beijing Sports School. So it's like not just Wushu, which is what I trained when I was there, but there's like the the boxing team, Beijing boxing team, Sanda team, which is like Chinese kickboxing, just mm-hmm. the name. It's like their Olympic team, then? team, All the all the top teams, all the, top, okay, the national teams. team. They, they they draw, they they scout okay. all the kids. And that's how they get yeah, are, like, the, the best athletes, top team. athletes are there at the school, and they have their own doctors there and everything. It's great facility, and everyone was always like kind of uppity. I always felt like all the athletes were kind of like always like in the great cl- cliqueish yeah. to themselves, yeah. and like they, we all had workers that workers are cleaning all the equipment, and all the stuff. No one said shit to them, and I was like. Everybody I always say hi to everybody Doesn't matter like the janitor or fucking working behind What well, does not matter what they were I was I knew everybody I was like uh, Cafeteria people you know yeah, I would go people back and wash my own dishes and shit I wouldn't let them like do, 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 do that do all that you know and all these, like rich kids were like you know just being like just you know dicks, you know Yeah, mm-hmm. well they
0: got used to being handed out Yeah,
1: Because yeah, you know the top athletes or whatever, but
0: yeah, they get they reduce that status Yeah,
1: yeah, they had no social skills. It's kind of sad though because yeah. they're like as kids they're like because, because all they're, they're, they know they're, is they're that. They're, they're coddled into that. All yeah. it is and, and yeah, man. I, but it was a great experience, I loved it. I met some great people. You know, from, do you always, I gotta ask another question, I,
2: because my perception of you and having known you for a while now is you always, because you, dude you are talented, bro. You're a talented fighter and you have, you just do things, like I was talking with uh, Irvin about this and I was like, this dude literally. Shout out
1: to Irvin. <laughs> Shout out to Irvin.
2: You do the McGregor stuff not because you think it's cool, you, and I don't even—it's just your style. You, you were doing that before he even came out. Mm-hmm. You understand the—you you understand McGregor's the mechanics. Yeah, you understand the mechanics very well, and it's like <clears throat> you just. I wouldn't want to fight you at 145, bro. I'm just being real. It was like You'd be a pain in the ass. So like, would you, man. Yeah, I
0: know. Hey, <laughs> my time <side> is fast. <laughs> it's about you, motherfucker. No, man. DJ, no, DJ said you're coming back. Oh, no.
2: Don't bring hey, it hey, on, hey, no, 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 One, one more. One more. One more. One <laughs> more. <laughs> We're focused on you. So um, not, it's not about me. It's about James <laughs> Yang. Oh, you do a good job of like not If this is the ego. And if this is just kind of how some guys, their head gets big in this game. I've seen it. I can just tell. I'll be around a guy in the game or a girl. For like five or six minutes and I just know I'm like okay you think you're the shit you're entitled
0: mm-hmm.
2: you always with the praise with like the accolades with the towering, you always stay right here kind of like one punch is like mm-hmm. what what's the philosophy behind that is that just all the experiences you shared with us and just culminates into that outlook but I or whatever I just want to understand it more because it's really you always you check yourself dude all the time bro. you're like no, nope, no nah. I mean, I could do better, I could be better, I could, uh, and, or, just what you talk about in China, you're talking to everybody, you're like seeing the common humanity, you're not letting the mindset, or the clickishness that we as humans have, the tribalism, inherent tribalism just kind of
1: alienate, Right. like, what, I mean, man, it's just, that's cause
2: that's lacking now,
1: dude, in the fucking game, yeah, for sure, for no. sure, right, totally, yeah, I man, I mean, I just think that, I mean, you just, the moment you start buying into your hype and your gat, you know, all the accolades and all this shit, that doesn't really mean anything, you know? That's the thing. People don't think, they think like, oh, if I get a UC belt, you know, oh, man, you know, I'm the shit now, you know? But, what does that
0: mean? I yeah. mean,
1: you're not the best martial artist, you know? You, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> if you, if you, I mean, I can do a demo and, like, be like, and win a bunch of medals and be like, oh, man, I'm the shit, and feel like, oh, yeah, I'm great. And then someone can I can go out and get my, my ass stomped out and like people don't understand that you know yeah. like you don't understand like when you start doing that to yourself, and tell, that's your ego, right? Telling you that you're you're the best at whatever, then I, you're kind of cutting yourself off from growth, and you know what I mean? You're stopping your your ability to you know want to learn more because you already think you know it all, mm-hmm. you know. And I want to stay in the mentality where, although I'm confident in myself, you know, I can always know there's more, there's higher levels to reach, you know? mm-hmm. and I always can get better at anything. <clears throat> And do anybody, anybody...
2: Anybody. No, but anybody who's around you can see that. Like, That's what I told um, Irvin. I was like, the reason... Because um, he asked me about your fight and my analysis, and I gave it to him. And I, I was like, the thing about James, though, is that someone will show you something. And then you'll try to do it. You don't just outright reject it. You internalize it, and then you try to see it. And if it doesn't work for your game, then that's it. You, and you always... You feel, I feel like what you give people the benefit of the doubt if they're trying to give you advice trying to try and make you better.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: because you're like, I do the same thing, right? Yeah, um, it's not like unless some motherfucker comes in, like, all right, James, chin up, <laughs> <laughs> and then you start doing that. So you, you do know? 20 straight <laughs>
0: punches. What you gotta do,
2: gotta open <laughs> up. <Yeah. laughs> That's really what makes you so good in my mind, too, is like, I just see the improvement. I, I listen to
1: everybody, you know. Like, yeah, it's like growth I, mentality. I, I'm a true believer that there's a time and a place for, for anything. And, and mm-hmm. I gotta listen to everyone's point of view, you know, take it in and internalize it because, I mean, I don't know their experiences and what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, whatever they I mean, obviously they're saying from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. worth a listen. It's not just okay. like, oh, I know everything. I don't need to know what you know. I already know all the, all the answers. I, I know what's better. Mm-hmm. And you don't know shit, you know. Yeah. And you start doing that, then you're setting yourself up to. That to know it all personal, yeah. You To know, get your ass whooped. Well, mm-hmm. Failure, you're setting yourself to fail. Which is not bad either. Failure is not a bad thing. I don't reject failure. Failure is just a way to get better, you know? I know, but the it's people important. who think like that, they don't yeah. take failure well. Yeah. People who
2: are closed off, they're not open to it. Yeah. That's just another experience. But that's, that's
1: the ego thing, right? Where they, they mm-hmm. gas themselves up so hard that they, they feel like if they fail that they're letting them everyone around them down. And, and that kind of thing, you know? Which is is a very normal thing to have, you know? But at the end of the day, if you have a, you know, it's just for example, for martial artists, if you lose, the next day, you know, assuming you have a good family or you have a mom and dad that she love you, you know? Okay. Yeah. They love you. You people yeah. that still, they still love you. They all still support you. It's not like they shun you away. And the only person that's making it hard on you is yourself. Yeah, and mom, that, that's all it is. Yeah. It's always, it's all in the head, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's all it is. Where the, whether you view yourself, uh, as the best or or as the worst, I mean, what is is, is all in your mind, you know what I mean? And no matter what Whether else you can says, or you I mean,
2: can't, you're right.
1: Confucius yeah. said it. Right? Yeah, didn't Bruce Lee said it. <laughs> Before Confucius. No, I don't know. Don't check me. Yeah, I think you know that. for Confucius. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I, I, I just would, can't I trust
2: the the internet. You know why? Because I, I don't know, man. I saw I saw Abe
0: Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, Abe hey, Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln said he said, said MySpace was the best. Quote from Abraham yeah. Lincoln, right there. Okay, so then, all right, James. So you spent that time in China. Yeah. So how did? So then, how did you then transition like to MMA, like from your you know mainly from your wushu and your other different Like what made you? So then you you I mean you accomplished
1: all that. What made you want to do MMA? So. As just as a martial artist, there's always that disconnect between like you, you have to do forms or you do fighting. And especially at the, the Beijing Sports School, they're very specific. Like you're either doing this full on or you're doing this full on. And I was okay. like, it's it's such a lacking thing because you develop, you're not getting a full rounded you know martial artist or athlete. And that's another thing. They maybe they just view it as a sport where I always viewed it as martial artist. Whether I'm competing, you know, and like worlds competitions, yeah. I still thought of it as a martial. I'm a martial artist. It's all I'm martial there, arts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. And I still do. I always. I always will. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so yeah, man. I, when I came back from China, for the first, first four years I was here, I was I was teaching out of this place called Northwest Wushu, training and teaching out of there, mm-hmm. and I worked tied over at a UW Wushu team as well, nice. and just performing around and. and and during that time I was just kinda of pretty much self-taught for fighting wise. And me and my my good friend, my, my brother, my Shongdi, his name is Jun. He, he also went to a Shaolin school, a different one. Mm-hmm. But okay. Similar same time, just not as long. And he has a martial arts school down in a Beacon Hill and down in Seattle. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jun Hong's Kung Fu Club. Um, okay. But yeah, we just we would just literally come in on Mondays and we would just fucking fight for like Hours on end, just like light, light sparring, we would just and he would just come in with his dot it was just striking, you know, and we would just, you know, just do it, and, we, and that's that was it, you know, mm, and And I just love that, you know. It okay. was just a little garage in Chinatown, you know, just and and then I just got, I always stay training hard, you know, okay. running hills, sprinting hills, and doing all that, and and I don't know there was a switch. Where I was working all the jobs and doing all of this that. I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck all this, man. I want to do. Martial arts and just pursue a life of martial arts and okay. I figured for the time of my age This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to compete. I want to get in and mm-hmm. compete and I always wanted to go to AMC And I wish I just the only thing I bummed about is I wish I started sooner So you didn't
2: have an MMA fight before you got to AMC?
1: Uh, I fought like uh, pancreation tournaments in Canada at, at those tournaments, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Can-Ams I had no training, mm-hmm. but I still got medals. But is fighting. that
2: just like the fight you fought last night? Is it very similar to that same type of rules, regulations? No.
1: It, well, it was like kids. So there was like no knees, no elbows. And there was mm-hmm. ground game, but I had like no ground game. But I mm-hmm. still was able to hold. I don't know how, but I still did okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I took dudes down. I was fighting. I remember one of my the tournaments. There was like mm-hmm. a weight classes. It was basically just like a certain weight and then up. Mm-hmm. And I had to fight yeah. this big ass jokey kid. And he was like, <laughs> just, I, he was maybe like, he looked like Tim Sylvia, yeah. remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, tall, yeah. motherfucking, yeah. fat, but lanky as shit. Yeah. He obviously had like you know, a pancre- MMA training from okay. their team, you know? Yeah, I, did, I was up there, no coach, it was just me competing. My team my didn't come up with me, I just went up with oh, myself, my family. Up, you know, my mom and dad went up, yeah. you know, that's it, you know? Okay. I just went out there and just fucking did my own thing. He had, he had coaches and all that shit, and I just was out there whooping this dude up, man. Yep. And, you know, he caught me in the nose, got me all bloodied up. I slipped a kick, caught his foot, I took his ass down, yeah. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing on top, I just laid on him. Sometimes that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah, I, I couldn't yeah. punch him or anything, yeah. but you know, I won, you know, I, okay. Um, but, but from those experiences I realized like, man, I don't know shit, <laughs> yeah. that's a whole huge whole that's, gap, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kept that continued on, you know, when I was in China I got in some fights, when I came back to the States I got in some fights, yeah. and those kind of things just made me think like, man, I'm just not a full rounded martial artist. Okay. There's a huge gap in my understanding of the human body. So your first actual, I would say, MMA fight though was at AMC? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Like, my, those those are the first MMA fights, first like, record, mm-hmm. record fights yeah. for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Good competition. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so then, all right. So so you're there at AMC. So then, what's okay? And here's the thing with AMC.
1: Yeah. When I got in there, I didn't know what I was expecting. Yeah. I, what, were you, what were
0: you expecting then?
1: Yeah, you did. I mean, you I know, I know, I knew that he jumped off the wall and punched me in my face <laughs> there you like you second. I came <laughs> right at him, you know anyway. But, you know, I met everyone I met Matt And, mm-hmm. and his philosophy on, on martial arts Was very similar to how I viewed it, too And, mm-hmm. and everyone was, like, with it, you know And I was like, shit, man This is, like, where I should have been, you know It's like home, you know Because the mentality was And since, like, all my other sequels Were very similar to it, too They always had that mindset of, like Learn everything And, and, and adapt and put it into your, to you You know, mm-hmm. express yourself through those that move those movements and, and for me you know that was basically what Matt was saying to all of us and, and mm-hmm. you, everyone was doing it you know just blending everything together seamlessly without any thought mm-hmm. and and you know to this day we still sometimes we talk I'm like damn I was thinking about the other day and it's exactly what he's talking about right now and it's like we still have that connection still you know mm-hmm. and when people in the gym too and DJ as well and all of you guys man it's just like we all have that mentality and I feel like it's yeah, man, it's something um, mm-hmm. I mean that's I didn't expect that to mm-hmm. say that <laughs> and is more than i could have expected you know expected for sure
0: okay so yeah so it's more than what you expected but then okay so in terms of the like in terms of the the competition and then the fighting cuz you let's see cuz let's just fast forward to like right now so yeah. you had your was that your fifth yeah. fight sixth. or sixth, sixth fight so sixth, you had your no, sixth no. fight so you had your sixth so how has so how has that been? how's the transition from being like you know into MMA how you know, because you know you've trained like for more years now. So how, what what has been like
1: the biggest change? Like, would you say like just comfortability, your, just comfortability of, of okay. fighting in, in an MMA match? Like on the feet, striking match, I've, I've been doing that my whole life. Yeah. you know? Karate tournaments, mm-hmm. Kung fu tournaments, kickbox tournaments. I fought Muay Thai in Thailand. Yeah. You know? A few so fights. So I a lot of strikes. Yeah. in China, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm way more comfortable now in the ring than let's see. Three fights ago, maybe I don't even remember, but I was like so like it's like I was saying, the, after that Muay Thai knockout, you know, yeah, I, right, that that yeah. type of mentality when I went in, I just didn't give a fuck. I just flew in and it's like. Just go. And I just yeah. didn't, re- I didn't care. I just reacted, you know? Yeah. And then the next fight, I was like, oh, I gotta knock this fucking dude out. I gotta knock this yeah, dude out. That's the I pressure. Had you had
0: to build, you build yourself. I something.
1: built myself yeah. up. I got sick during that training camp because I didn't train properly. I mean, I don't like, use that as an excuse or anything. <coughs> it, was, like, it was a good lesson of like, how not to like, diet, not to starve yourself three weeks out before mm-hmm. a fight. Because yeah. your immune system gets a huge shock, you know? And, yeah. When you're, when, drop. You're, when you're dropping calories and right. stuff. Right. Like and, and, you know, it was just a good lesson to learn, you know? Um, but I adapted I got through I won, you know, and, and I moved on to the next. That was the one that went to the decision, right? The decision, decision. Yeah. First decision. Yeah. And then my fourth fight was against at a fifty five. Yeah. I, I was like winning, oh, 153, That was a really yeah. a tall yeah. Mexican kid. Yeah. It was yeah. real tough. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he took some shots, but honestly, I, I was just too lazy. I was too, like, laid-back. I was too relaxed that time. Yeah, so you
0: went the other way. I went you went all build-up. I'm gonna knock him out. I went like, I'm way. relaxed. And then you and then the last like, one. I'm gonna kill yeah. shit. Yeah. I am
1: trying to chill yeah. Shit. Yeah. Away. Yeah. shit. And then I was like, shit, yeah. I should have just pressed on him and been yeah. looking back at it. And then the next one was the last one that was Canada. Yeah. I just yeah. finished the guy in the second round. It was like a little better in between, you know? Mm-hmm. But I didn't utilize my combinations enough. Still in this fight, I didn't use my combinations enough. I didn't set up my hands enough, and I didn't get low enough. And there's a lot of parts of the game that, you know, like I
0: you're still proven Needs yeah. to be
1: worked on constantly. Because yeah. the way I fight on the feet is way I should be fighting the MA on the feet. You know, what I mean, yeah, the way I mean, I'm hitting booting angles and tapping, pop, pop, pop. I'm so comfortable with big gloves on, board. I and mean, when clubs come on, it just it just changes, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's just,
2: but that's just because you've doing been doing one longer than the other. Yeah. That's the only. It's yeah. just that's literally just experience. And,
0: and I don't think it's just the fact you've been doing. You've just been. It's it's still like you're making that transition because I feel it's mm-hmm. like what you said. Martial arts is just is just martial arts. I think it's just taking it to the point where you can express yourself like the mm-hmm. way the same way, yeah. like from there. Because I feel, yeah, but I feel it's but that's the thing though it doesn't come easy. you have to And no new person that can do it is you like from there, but I, it's like the way, but the way you're talking about, it, the way you're you know you're expressing your difficulty with it, it just shows like it tells me that you're really trying to figure that out. Yeah. you know because some people what happens is that they get they just get stuck or they get used to, oh well, I guess just the way it is, and they're Ooh. like, oh, guess I can't guess I'm just not gonna do that. And then they they force themselves or they don't, they don't force themselves. They become used to just not. To mm-hmm. not trying to prove. from Yeah. There. Yeah, yeah to but see, it.
2: Coming it's from a stand up like mainly just stand up focus. I know what you're talking about though mm-hmm. because it's like trying to integrate all that stuff into MMA, it's different. There's just all those little nuances, the size of the gloves, like one thing that may work in just striking like won't work in MMA, right? right? But I think you I think you've made the necessary adjustments like you your range is really good and I don't see you I get in traditional like kickboxing, boxing Muay Thai you can people don't always say this but you can't get away with extending more yeah. you just can't yeah. you can get away with extending and then closing the distance yeah. on the clinch or get away with the like, overextending and then having a kick come over the top and yeah. MMA is just different because someone could take you down right. Right. right I mean they could throw a blind counter and the, the there's such a little r- amount of forgiveness that those gloves give you you know yeah. it's just yeah. Get clipped and be over. Right. So. And,
1: and you know, I think a lot of people that fight like in those rule sets, sports with rule sets like that. They they play the rules like specifically. Mm-hmm. They wait for the ref to tie them up. Yeah. They wait to tie up so the ref breaks them apart. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. Well, rules set, dictate how the sports break. Yeah. Exactly. And it changes MMA, but it shouldn't. You shouldn't use even in MMA now in pro professional MMA. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't let the rule sets dictate how you approach combat. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Fuck that. Throw a flying head Headbutts. Headbutts. <laughs> <and> all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Just head Just head butts, gloves. Really. You gotta think about it, man. Yeah. I have a question about the monk stuff. Yeah, sure. Did you ever train yourself
1: to take a kick to the dick? (laughs) So with that, okay, I know, so iron dick, okay? Wait, way, 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 <laughs>
2: wait, wait, he was
1: expecting that. He was you, prepared. This is how you train it, this is how you train it. Okay? Okay. It's a breathing technique to learn to suck your testicles up into your body. It's like when you get really cold, you know, sometimes that happens. Wait, you're hold like, on, now. are you serious, dude? i <laughs> okay, serious. So you're not really hitting your No, desk. dude, wait, are you trolling or are you, no, serious? Serious? Are, you are you dead serious? He's serious. Yeah. serious. You take your dick out. There's one way to train it. Wait, wait. You lay it on the table. <laughs> yeah? And you literally just fucking bash it. No! Yeah. I'm just not even you know, sure. No, right. He's saying hey, that you guys talked about not that. that. Not oh, yeah. just that, not just that, not just that. No, no, no. You also another way you tie a rope with a weight on it, you drag it, you sit like, you know, a on your horse on platform. you let it hang. And Dude, that, did you see Iron Dick in China? <laughs> <laughs> I see just... a lot of shit in China. <laughs> 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 the, way the way you was, looked at me, I was <laughs> really confused. <laughs> you guys have no idea, man. Chinese yeah. was, was wild. Wait, did you see Iron Dick though? People training, yeah, people training all sorts of shit, man. I mean, some people dedicate their whole yeah. life to that, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, that's cool, but, I mean, at the wait, end-
2: Wait, no, I just want a picture <laughs> in my mind. I mean, for the viewers, because I know you're getting up early. There's there ever a time when you wake up and then you just walk out
1: into the courtyard and there's just some guy so, smashing his dick like this on the table? I mean, so the thing with that school, everybody in that school, like, the thing is, I live with everybody, we, yeah. eat. we live on top of each other, we eat yeah. together it's every communal. fucking day, we take showers, the showers are like, it's open showers, like six stalls, like 100 plus people, you get two hours of hot water at night, so everyone fucking crams after training. And so I see everyone, I've seen everyone's, everyone's seen each other naked. Yep. When we use, when we take a shit, but James, you're, that's shitting, different. you're shitting next to somebody that's different than someone so that doing means, iron. Dick, so that means, in the that eyes. That means he definitely saw someone goose, do an iron. <laughs> <dick>. <laughs> you, you watch Cause someone Because see, that's a goose, where
2: I would mentally but, break. No, that's where I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be the monk. I would literally just go, dude, <laughs> and I don't think you're supposed to do that. And that's why <laughs> I can't make it.
1: That's why people <laughs> mentally break out there. Yeah, But that's good though. Because then afterwards you come back and be someone else. No, I'll go home. What one dude broke so hard, this guy from Trinidad, he fucking bit somebody, man. Oh, what? He jumped on and fucking bit him. Like, what did that guy do? What did that so guy like, do? No, that guy no, do? That, no, that,
2: no, I know what he's saying. It's the stress, yeah. it's the, like, uh, sensory deprivation. This shit was like Stanford Prison Experiment on some yeah. level. Yeah. It, it was on some levels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, if you go back, you're like, okay, so if you, like, do something that's against the school, you break a rule or something, mm-hmm. they line you up in front of the whole fucking school, and your Sifu comes up with a stick yeah. and has to break it over your backside. It makes you in, like, a plank position yeah. and gets the shit out of you even until that see, stick breaks. And kids too. You guys see little kids get fucking gooned. It's huh. called gooned. Like does it mean the staff oh, in Chinese? What is goon? Yeah. 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 And I'm about to start using that shit. Man, You about to get shit. gooned. And and Don't kiss me sit. when you say mm-hmm. that. But like yeah man, it was uh, some savage shit, bro. And see, be, and it's for the whole fucking school. Like everyone sit out in the courtyard just watching. Oh man, oh man, he fucked up.
0: So the guy food. who
1: does the gooning,
2: yeah. gooning, that's see the seafood, right? So yeah. See, this would be my plan. I got it. I'll stay. Uh-huh. I saw the dick smash <laughs> no, This is what I would do. Yeah. I would raise myself up in the institution. Uh-huh. I would become <laughs> the gooner. And each time someone smash their dick, I'm gooning <laughs> them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, everyone come out
0: here. Right. No.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, sometimes. Why, mother, why are you yeah. trying to kill their idea, man? Why, why are you, bro? That, why are you, why are you up from expressing himself because that's or it's her stupid. It's,
1: yeah. it's the old yeah. What if they just what, what if that's hear, what if that's their expression? I, I hear nowadays that it's a lot lighter, they don't do that as much, you yeah. know. But yeah, when I was there, they are like, was, guys. I got- I caught the tail. Stop <laughs> on the dick smash. It's, <laughs> not, it's not- iron dick, it's like aluminum dick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's pretty savage. I, I never- I mean, I just- I just buy, buy a cup. And this is all guys, right? Yeah. The monks. It's all men. There's all men there, but I mean, there's like- there's females there that are like teachers for the kids that are like, you know- the math, Dude, did math anyone ever come math. at you? Did anyone ever come at you? Yeah, because- well, so, our school is- people would come from like, the towns and stuff to like visit. It's like a touristy kind of thing, you know, but they can't come in the gate. Actually, okay, let me give you a story, alright? We come back from the city in a taxi, yeah? And yeah. It's, it's winter time, so it's, it's snowed, and it, the mm-hmm. closest city is 26 miles away, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so this guy, we negotiate a price, because there's no meters on the taxis, and yeah. usually it's, it's like 60 it or 50 yeah. or whatever. And we're going, and I look back as a stupid kid, but like we negotiated a price, and he's going, and he's trying to go up our fucking hill, and it's like snowed out, and, oh, and shit, he gets to dude. the top, dude, and he's like asking for more money. Yeah. And we're all like, dude, we already negotiated. Like, No, yeah. we're not fucking giving I'm you more fucking, money. Yeah. But in hindsight, it was just a little bit of money. But I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, it was more our principle, you know. And he just, like, everyone went out of the cars and went back into the gate, you know. And I was still walking. He got in my face and wouldn't let me go through. Oh, shit. And my friend was like, inside, he comes out. He's like, yo, James, that dude's still out there bothering you? Yeah. And then like, he posied up, and, like, six of my homies came out. Yeah. And fucking, dude. Man, he ran up to his, my boy Austin, like his big yoked ass Texan gear dude, right? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. fucking goes out there and so starts yelling. The only words he knows in Chinese is the fuck off in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yelling at this dude's <coughs> priorities. He runs over, he takes his shirt off, it's like snowed in the middle of the night. He like goes to the guy's car, starts shoving it down the fucking hill. He's like trying to like put it in neutral and roll it. Oh shit. My boy, and, and we've always been told, if anyone comes across that line, the door line, yeah. fuck them up. Like if they're, they're not allowed in there, you know? Yeah. Our monastery yeah. and shit. And the guy fucking came in, Oh, and shit, he my got boy, gold. my boy Mike, he just ran up and just fucking slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> and, and dude, he's on the ground. And I felt so bad. Just old dude, just like on the ground, like fucked up. And like we're all on him. And then, dude, he, I ran up and slapped him. <laughs> dude. dude, <laughs> dude you were like, we negotiated died, the price! <laughs> I, like, all this shit. I like how you said like, looking Bro. back, it was
0: just a little bit of money. All this, all like, this shit, yeah.
1: for fucking, like, a Ten Quiet bump. Ten Quiet is like, not even fucking, it's a little bit more than a dollar. Oh shit. And it's like, you know, but But it's a dollar, like a dollar you don't have. Yeah. But a dollar we didn't have. That's true, you were not Yeah. but And, but... you know, and, but he crossed the line, too, but. No, he, he literally, literally crossed the line. Literally, line. He crossed the line. But, that's something that, he's gonna go back and tell his buddies that. Yeah. Because that's what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. I heard stories like, new students come off the train, you know, and the taxi driver's go like, hey man, you trying to go to that school? 500 quat, it should only be like 50 quat. Oh shit. And he'd be like, just extorting motherfuckers, yeah. you know.
2: Dude, the same shit happened to me in DC when I went to watch a DJ fight uh, Dominic Cruz. Yeah. And we went out there, this guy, this I think he was Ethiopian, uh-huh. took the long route, and then I told Matt, I was like, Matt, I feel like I got got in the yeah. taxi, and Matt was like. He's like, you tell him they start taking the long route, I know what you're fucking doing, yeah. and you stop. Yeah. And I was like, okay, and then so I'm in the fucking taxi, <laughs> and on my way back, and I'm just waiting. The guy takes like the shortest route, get there out of time, and then I get out, and I'm like, I know what you fucking did, and you did a hell of a job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> but yeah, dude, you can get scammed, That's
1: just like anything. They can yeah, tell exactly. your new yeah. booty, they're gonna just yeah. get that cake, bro. Yeah. I missed the train because of that, some guy in Beijing the taxi dickhead. Did that to me man oh wait, wait was
0: it, i think you talked about this how you
1: ended up like hours away from where you were supposed to be uh that, that, was, uh, that was a different that's yeah. a different thing that's okay. uh when i was traveling from thailand to china to do a world tournament oh, okay. in the mm-hmm. wrong city but that's something different i was just trying to catch a train to uh to somewhere from i was in beijing okay and um yeah this guy's literally drove past, I was like telling him, hey man, the exit's is right here, the exit's is right here. Mm-hmm. He's like mm-hmm. looking at me, and he literally drove past it on purpose <laughs> so the mirror would keep running. What the fuck? And then I was like, you motherfucker!" I just missed my train. Hey man, I know what you're doing. And then, so I saw where the subway was, yeah? yeah. I was like, like, hey man, pull over right here, pull over right here. And he pulls over, I just grabbed him, I just slapped him, <laughs> up, and I fucking went out the door and just fucking booked it to the subway. And that was so it. So is man. that like... That's what you're supposed
0: to do in
2: China, you're
0: supposed to slap motherfuckers who are getting over, it. you're supposed to slap in the fucking way. Scott goes to China, starts <laughs> slapping everyone. Hey, you didn't give me my, my proper change. I'm like, there's not enough <laughs> food <like>, no <blue laughs> here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> you know
1: this, but I got arrested twice in China, man. Oh, I got damn. Fucking fights, man. Fighting, fucking, got to fight with police officers almost. Like, every time my friends got in a fight, it was like in a club, it was people getting drunk, and fights happen. And I see my friends are fighting, and I try to break it up, and I get roped in, and... But it was a crazy experience, man. I gotta say, man, it shaped me to who I was, you know. -hmm. So you fought the cops, though, bro? So it was a big fight. Fighting law enforcement's different in Asia. Mixed nightclub, mixed nightclub. Yeah. Okay. The DJ on the stage knows my friends apparently, and they're, they're, I, was, I went to Beijing to see him off because when you, we're from Siping City or in, like in the rural area of that area, mm-hmm. you fly out, you have to go to Beijing to fly out to get okay. back home. International flights, right? Okay. So they went there, and I wanted to go see him off, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was like last couple nights to party and kick it, you know, whatever. So they went to go to this club, they're one of the bigger clubs in Beijing. You wanted to see their, their boy that's DJing, or whatever. He's like a Brazilian dude, and and my boy Wack and like one guy's Pakistani, the other one's Israeli. They're both from England, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're fucking all going with Yeah. And, and we had some English friends there, also with them us earlier, but they got fucked and we had to go back to the hospital. We're all staying at, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were all three just carrying on. This is my first time in Beijing. We're at this club. The DJ's like, Oh, yo, guys, come on up here, come on up here. They're trying to go up, and the security, Chinese security, bunch is like, Yo, you guys can't fucking go up here. And we're like, we're Like, oh man, it's cool, man, it's cool. We know what it is. he's like, he's like really being like. A dick. What he did right there is he pulled his dick out and he started. That's what he was pretty. So much this doing. is what happened, man. Yeah. You know, this is what happened uh he got to a point where he just he started mouthing off. and said, "Fuck you to my friends." And my boy was like, "Man, fuck you." He's like, "Oh yeah." And he like grabbed him to throw him out of there. You know, we all trained fucking martial arts. Like, that's yeah. all we've been doing. That's, yeah. My big boy, mistake. My boy <laughs> fucking Ibby instinctively in China just fucking that's what you learn. Just, you smack him right in the nuts, right? <laughs> so he like he got eyed and dick without knowing it. Hit him in the nuts and just you know kind of like in a table gets pushed over and bottle someone's bottle falls off and shatters and I come up and try to break it up like, "Oh man, it's all good, guys, it's all good." And yeah. I had this kid I pushed up against like a big uh, big speaker. My mm-hmm. boy Wacka comes up fucking behind me and he's like, go, my guy's like, the guy's right here, he goes behind me and he just fucking clocks the dude, yeah? Shit. And the guy like head like bounce on the speaker and drops in front of me, I'm like, oh fuck! And then my boys like, Drop the bass. they dart off into the club and everyone's like in the area is like, oh shit! Like it yeah. stopped, you know, dancing and shit. And I was just standing kind of there myself, and I was kind of like slow to like react to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the scary guys grabbed me. All those security guys came and grabbed oh, me. And I was like, oh, and China's like, yo, guys, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight it's all good. I'll leave. I'll leave. I'm will leaving. I'm leaving. They're, like, dragging me out, as, I, as they're saying this. I get to the door. There's a dude waiting for me. He just fucking clocks me right in the nose. Oh, and he's, like, <laughs> blood everywhere. And I start freaking out and just scuffling and it carries on to like, the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to the point where, like, the fighting kind of, like, died down. We're like, okay, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving and then whack him. Be at that moment trying to sneak out the front door like with their heads down like this. (laughs) <laughs> and of course they get yeah. caught. Yeah, and the, the it, Palestinian. Yeah, and, and, and a big ass fight just
2: pops
0: <laughs> wait,
1: off. Wait, wait,
2: was it? Was it? was a Pakistani in it. He, he's from Pakistan. And, and then he got from Israel. Israel.
1: Okay, yeah. but they're, 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 like, they're it's they're a
2: Palestinian. was like, is more ever gonna Palestinian Israeli or just hanging out? Yeah, yeah.
0: Just hanging out together. Well, they're, they're both, both from,
1: from England. England. Yeah. 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 So Pakistani you know, and peace, really, you know, yeah. Yeah. world peace. You know? Like, oh
0: yeah. hey, oh man, look at those. Look at Those people. So nice. So the scrap
1: starts popping off, man. And and dude, it was you know us versus like all these fucking big ass Chinese bouncers. But surprisingly, we didn't get, we're holding our own pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. But more and more guys kept flooding out and shit. Yeah. And the owner of the club's guy named Willie, who I met later, he's the most short-aged with bald head. Comes out with a rubber nightstick, starts beating fucking oh whack shit. up and shit. Oh shit. And, dude, it got to a point where Wacka was getting held up like some bouncers. And this fucking buff ass Asian dude comes out yeah. in a pink like button up short sleeve, you know, yeah. pretty sharp, yeah. sharp. Comes out, does a fucking flying knee to whack oh, like, up, oh, Flying knee he right claps, to the and Josh head. Ke- <laughs> yeah, dude, right to the chest. <laughs> Ke- right to the chest. He like,
2: Shit's illegal as he's going down.
1: No, literally, it's I, I, assault. I find <laughs> yeah. out. there that guy was like the head. He trains all the bouncers. He's the martial. Oh. Like, he trains all the fucking bouncers. Yeah, and he's like head security or whatever. I get hit with a nice stick, a rubber nightstick, stick in the back. Oh. I turn around and sock the motherfucker. Yeah. And it's a dude in a fucking police outfit. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. shit! And yeah. you hit the We page. we got our asses whooped for a little minute. Yeah. By the, the scary, cops? It, yeah. Everybody. Not the bouncers. No, they're they're homies with the fucking cops because dude, they just fucking laid on us laid us out. Yeah. And the scary thing was, at this time I didn't really know Mandarin that well. I spoke Cantonese. Yeah. They didn't just drive us away. They walked us. All the security, the owner all the cops fucking walked us around the club there's a police station like behind it but yeah. we didn't just go through like the streets we were like through a dark park with no lights nothing oh, oh shit and they you were like i thought it was over i thought bed. we were fucking dead i thought yeah. like, these guys are gonna go kill us now you know where this is you know yeah. we're dragging us through this fucking park you know we get but you know we get through Take a little fucking cheap shots as on the way there you know like to the bodies and shit and fucking yeah. dude and we get to the fucking police station <laughs> And I'm I feel gonna, like, you guys would really, yeah, <laughs> it. yeah, yeah. Dude, f- like that, you know? We get to the fucking police station, you know. Uh, I didn't have our passports, no. and we just, just fucking up, start lying straight out our ass, We're just like I'm from fucking Hong Kong. Yeah. He's from Pakistan. He's from yeah. Israel. We got no money. Blah blah yeah. blah. If yeah. we said from American in England, they would have been like, you know, stored us for hella money. Oh but, yeah. But at the end of it, you know what happens? is They took and AB to a fucking ATM, took out a shit ton of their money. And not like, I mean, a decent amount, you know? Mm-hmm to pay us out. Asian um, law enforcement. We came back, you know, they got held and detained a little bit longer. I had my license, my Washington State license oh, with me. Okay. Uh, my, my, 50, whatever, my, the, yeah. And yeah. and they took that and, like, made a copy of it, and, like, alright, man, you could go. was a copy of
0: James' license they, they come back with the money. <laughs> that
1: little town, they're just sitting there, and it's, like, this huge poster, like, if that motherfucker ever comes back. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, No, but, like, I, after the, I was him the money, it was all smiles. it was all good afterwards. It was for damages of that table and that ball. Oh, that's that. definitely
2: out-of-course settlement. <laughs>
1: that's you like, know what I mean? Like, just, just eye it out. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Then, the owner of the club, Willie, he's like, Hey man, I feel bad, because all, only I gotta go out first, they had to like, stay, you know? Yeah. And they're like, it's cool man, just get out of here, man, we'll, we'll catch up with you, man, and shit. Mm-hmm. I just felt all conflicted, and the owner, Willie, the owner of the club, yeah. was like, Just come with me, man, let's go, let's go, let's get out of here. And he takes me, his car is out front, and all his bouncer buddies are walking back to the club, yeah. yeah. He's like, I had blood all of my shirt, he gave me like, a free mixed shirt, you know, the club's name, you know, shirt on it. And he's like, <laughs> he drives me back to the club, it was like 6 in the morning, 6, 7 in the morning, mm-hmm. yeah. And the club is still fucking going crazy Nothing, like, nothing changed No, <laughs> actually, it got more hyped after <laughs> that Damn, Oh like, shit, oh, yeah. you're so... and, yeah. and, and then when he took me out, we sat down And obviously knew I was bullshitting cause I, like, I, said, I was telling him the whole time I'm from Hong Kong I was pretending yeah. I couldn't speak English They could speak English pretty good, yeah. you know And he's like, you know, I was just in Hong Kong the other day, man Or, like, last week, everyone speaks Mandarin, Cantonese, and English out there, man You know, I know you speak Mandarin I was just, like, trying to speak in broken English But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he fucking knew I was bullshitting. You know how I mean? did your broken English accent sound? I don't even know how I did it, man. It was, but I was like trying to really play it off. You're like you're just I running on adrenaline. I just you know, I could really speak Cantonese. That's yeah. what I was trying to yeah. say. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. But he's like, you know, man, we were drinking a few beers, and I was like, I just want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But I felt like I had to just stay out of respect because he drove me and all this shit. And he's like, hey, man, if you want not get you a prostitute, I'll get you a hooker and all of this. I'm like, you know what? I should probably get back, Go see you my, you. Get oh. my get my boys, get my it's friends. like, you the story's know? about to get a little bit more interesting depending on what you said. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sandy, don't watch this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's okay, it's way, yeah, it's way too long. It's yeah. way too long, Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, man, um, I walked back and I get, I get to leave, he's like, come back tonight, man, come back to the club tonight. I'm like, yeah, man, I'll be back. And I was like, fuck, man, fuck that back, shit. And uh, I started walking back to that park, same park now, it's like sunlight now, going back towards uh, to the police station to get my boys to see if they mm-hmm. get out or not, you know. And like, dude, I was in that pink shirt, Is out on the fucking park training. Oh shit! And yeah. he's like he sees me and we see each other and he's like it's just us in the park He's like he calls me over. I'm oh, like I'm shit. like here we go get him Motherfucker yeah. we go to do this yeah. and then and then, and then we spent like 20-30 minutes and we we're like He's like hey, you're pretty good man. You do martial arts, man He's like yeah, I'm Hezekiah. I, te- I train martial arts like like yeah, we're all from a Shaolin school and blah 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 And he's like oh yeah, when I grew up as a kid at a Shaolin school And we start chopping it up and he ended up teaching me and training me for like 20-30 minutes dog in the fucking park And then I just like and I started as we're doing it, you know just cause my nose is so busted, I started bleeding. And he took like some grass blades and like, like stuck it in my nose to fog it off. Like it's, like it's all good, man. It's all good. And we just started training, dog. Was, ancient tiny secret. Was, it was
2: something, man. And you know, little did you know he pissed in that grass. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: kind of feel a feeling, but you know, after just surviving when I just survived, it doesn't matter. It like, I'll put you know, some, I some like, pissy grass in there. Yeah. I'm like, fuck you know? That shit is crazy.
0: Martial arts bringing people together. Yeah,
1: man. I mean, that was a uh, that's that was my first time in Beijing. You have out. really been scrapping, bro. Literally, after I was 18, you can turn 18, you know, or 18 now, I think, right. and, and, like, that's my first going out in clubs, because, you know, a year, you can't go out a club like that, so I was the first time, like, really doing the, I didn't alcohol, and, like, Yeah.
2: Yeah, you fun. get fucking crazy. You're crazy, you dog. You go she out to the crazy. club, you're eight, I mean, she my 21st crazy. birthday, first time went out to a club, I got fucking thrown out. Fuck yeah. that up bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. Bro. Yeah, I got hell fucked up. i I slid down an entire staircase like, <laughs> and landed at the bottom. And the bouncer looks so and he's like, "You know, you gotta leave." I was, like, ah. I was like, "I was like, yeah, I know, man." But there's this girl up there, and he's like, "Bro, she's probably just forgotten about you." I was like, "You right, dog. You right." He
0: put me outside. I was just fucking. What? Nice negotiation <laughs> tactics by that
2: guy. I was fucking bloodshot eyes. You know falling. you gotta leave. You know hey, you gotta go, huh? Yeah, I got it. Let me get a number, man. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I could have been talking to a fucking, like, pole or something, I mean, that was all like that.
0: Yeah. So man, that pole
2: looked real man. nice. They were like, no, oh, yeah. there's some dude up there looking for you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> uh, what's his number? I'm <laughs> just come back. Like, yeah, those, uh, those, things, those kind of experiences make you, you know, better person, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. That kind of shit. That's true. And you wouldn't have gotten those experiences,
1: you know, you wouldn't have the same thing if you went to college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I, yeah. I got so. You know, I it's yeah, like, oh, more life experience than anything and, yeah. and seeing how people really live outside of like you know a comfortable America, even like America, just, yeah. just seeing different people from all around the world because China at that time was a hot spot for like the Olympics so, like, people from all around the world coming through for business yeah. you know yeah, and, like yeah. you meet people from all around it and general consensus is that people hate Americans and, and I understand why because the general the, the typical traveling American is pretty fucking obnoxious. Yeah, and our I mean,
2: foreign policy is but, dog shit, that but too,
1: so. who isn't obnoxious that travels out of the country? I mean, everyone's yeah, yeah, obnoxious. Yeah. Chinese people are obnoxious. Everyone's yeah. obnoxious. Well, man. it's obnoxious because also it's, you don't know how,
0: you don't really know the culture is I mean, I
1: can't say everybody is, but the people that you do see, generally. generally you get yeah. that general vibe, you know, yeah. but it's all about person to person. I, I just, you know, I don't judge people like that, you know? I judge everyone. Well, that's why it's like politics. Like, you can't make a generalization
2: about the like yeah, country's yeah. political decisions right. with the citizens themselves. Right. It's like, but if you go if you're an American and you go to France, so I've had a couple people have gone there is like no, they blame your you, you motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. for what America's done in foreign policy. It's like, the invasion in Iraq, yeah. that's your fault. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> Afghanistan. I... that's your motherfucker. Hey, how about World War II? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, World War II? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, fuck it, we have short-term memory, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Colonization, yeah. their colonization, yeah. that's your how fault.
1: How about their colonization of Vietnam? <laughs> Vietnam, yeah, fucking uh, Algeria, yeah. right? But you know, don't get me wrong, I met a lot of beautiful people when well, I was in China. People, like, really, man, a lot of people in there had hearts of gold, and that was something that, like, I really, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know, just uh, Pink shirts and flying knees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the end of it, and right? yeah, gave you some He yeah. yeah. He's just doing his damn job, man. He's you know, just doing his job. That's true. I would definitely fly knees. Acting side. crazy. No, you see his job titles
2: like if someone has their arms bound and they are getting ready to throw them out the club, <laughs> okay, you throw <flying> a flying knee. <laughs> no, you guy, the only job. That, that,
0: That's what he trained James for the half hour. All right, so let's say me and my former. <laughs> oh, guy. so you you
2: specialize in the flying knee because of that guy, and you showed Josh.
1: Josh, no, no, I taught you this style called Yi. Shinji. Oh. Shinji. yeah. Yeah so. It's actually, it translates is. to iron dick <laughs> So what are you It's nasty, it's a nasty game, dude yeah. that It's, it's you, a dirty people game de- People dedicate their whole life to just that Smashing their dick? Yeah, I mean what, what happens a- it forms callus thick, No wait, their whole lose, life? You, you lose, lose nerves, Scott Scott nerves and You know, channel you know. um, Yeah, I don't know Scott, you really seem just good, in, yeah Just in case they ever get kicked in the nuts Yeah you know. <laughs> Because their whole de- goddamn life. Like I just don't They dedicate themselves. They dedicate themselves. No, think about, it. don't you remember? Like in the beginning of the story,
0: that's what one of James's boys is the first thing he did. Yeah. No no no, I get that. I that We're talking
2: about something different though. You're talking about like dedication your whole life to smashing your own dick.
1: And that's yeah. the problem with some of the martial arts. That's what that guy wants to do? Yeah. Yeah. Iron hands, too, people do that, yeah. with just yeah. iron anything, you know? And then they can't- That's anything fine! Anything. I don't care, the hands are- <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> it's just- No, but you day. guys are, you
2: guys are being too, like, relative. You're like, oh, the no we're ed- not! Do what you want!
1: Do what you <laughs> want if you
2: want to smash your dick and all the nerves, it's your life, freedom, like, the guy's smashing- I know, it's fine. I'm not gonna have someone arrest him. Yeah. I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna talk shit because that's my freedom too. I'm like, <laughs> bro, your whole- how would... But what
0: if he goes and am you the dick? Six... Six...
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll go down Should've because been... my dick is okay. <laughs> been... Well, you wear a cup. That's why I always thought, like, why don't you just buy a cup yeah. if you're not wearing that a cup? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's not wearing a cup
0: in his fight. Like, I can't not spend that 20 no, bucks. that's
1: a weapon of his. You kick his yeah. dick and you
0: hurt yeah. his you he's hurt like, his He just comes in like, alright. Give me a yeah. shot, give me a shot. No, man, don't hit him in the dick. It's what he wants you to do.
1: Out. He just pelvic yeah. thrusts He shit. gets like yeah. north-south <laughs> and just It's <ugh, laughs> um, almost too much like a mystical like aspect of it. Like yeah. people think that like, I'll have iron head. Like you see that fighter. Yeah. yeah. He t- takes uh, shots to the head. He gets, yeah, oh yeah. yeah just the shot out. Or just, that's just a lack of education. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Just, <laughs> he's yeah. saying that guy's <laughs> dumb as shit. That's yeah. what he's don't do that. Kids if you watch <laughs> it don't Yeah The bones around your skull can get a little harder, thicker you know. I've seen kids get thick skulls you know. But like your brains and you can't thicken your brain up. You get rattled. If anything it gets yeah. worse
0: there because then it It gets worse every time yeah it's just just like when you're talking about concussion
2: yeah man yeah so that just to cut because we're going to bring it in for a landing here what's your um what are your goals man what is are you just taking it one fight at a a time is there like a time limit on this
1: do you have a window for yourself so i said like i you know having a championship belt doesn't mean anything you know like in the aspect of like we're talking. When you said that, we understand. You mean
2: the bigger scheme of yeah. life. We were way. We we're thirty thousand feet hovering above that question. I mean, just immediate yeah. goals. Like, are you gonna get a couple more fights and, and then move on to something else? Or are you gonna no. do it till you get
1: into the UFC? Like, what definitely. You gonna- I want to take it to as high as I can go. All the way, if I can, you know. I want to get belts and, and be a world champion. You know, of course. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is, I just want to inspire people to to follow their dreams, mm-hmm. follow their heart. And, and, and you know, just be truthful to themselves. That's that's the biggest thing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life's too short to not like yeah to be not, honest. To not, to not do that.
2: That's why I say some crazy shit on this podcast because that's just me. Yeah. It's a lot of bullshit. You're expressing yourself. I'm expressing myself
0: though, yeah. so don't yeah, but, you know? Be you, 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 Scott. You, you mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be that yeah. person
1: that wakes up one day and just be like exactly. You it's you a know? no regrets thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. time's fleeting, man. Authenticity
2: is what you're talking about, and it sounds like you're just after that authentic life.
1: That is I'm on a journey as a martial artist and that's that's just how it, And as a martial artist maybe that's just life in general. <clears throat> but yeah man, I just want to do good. Do good in the world. Mm-hmm. Have other people do good inspire others to do good. That, that's it. Yeah. Well I know you inspire me. Me too, bro. I'm inspired by everybody around me too. All you guys inspire me. You're even, even are, Ender? <laughs> I'm raising
2: my hand but no one can see it. So, just 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 put Ender. your hand down, Ender. <laughs> We're gonna laugh when Ender gets beyond like just the self crippling doubt he has yeah. right now as a youth and yeah. he just becomes super confident like, Yeah. Just talking shit, guys. What if Ender yeah, we'll does the full
0: three, like full 180, becomes like new McGregor? <laughs> like, oh no! Oh, we created, we created a monster! monster. He's oh, like, I you want to see something? Zip <laughs> dick on the table.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> it was yeah. that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, goes like, <clears throat> he
1: becomes
2: a de- like he becomes an Uber <clears throat> mogul, and he's like, make sure you drive up the fare on every single person <clears throat> you pick up. Yeah. They're like, what? He's like, you don't get it in the boardroom. I got to go negotiates like a son of a bitch. He pulled his dick out in a meeting, smashed it, and then slapped our key investor. Shit, we're doing everything that guy says. we do a business
1: with him. we do a business with him. Oh, so that guy yeah. got plans. Yeah, it was that episode
0: that changed Ender's life. Yeah. This April, is why April 29th. So, yeah, you book inspired book. him. You inspired him. Yeah. Thank you, James. <laughs> oh, man. James. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: That's you what he said. Like, you yeah. They're like international people. i let games. you loose. I can contain you yeah. <laughs> i let you loose. Yeah, man. You I
0: inspired lose. him. You, you did it's accessible that's <laughs> inspiring go, right, the go. camera
2: can't yeah. see and yeah. fake smashing his dick right now
1: <laughs> <It's pretty laughs> you have, will you ever get camera time
0: yeah uh, never, hell no never <laughs> no. well we will have the 12-hour <laughs> ender special dude oh, but wow. nobody's gonna do that yeah it's the ender special is not happening hours. but you know what can happen though you can donate to this great yeah. podcast on yeah. www.patreon.com slash pancreation
2: and if you yeah. guys watch the videos, share them. Yes. Just share them or share the SoundCloud. Yeah. Share with the people yeah. you know. If you're listening,
0: thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank for for watching, thanks for watching. Help us you get know? exposure. It's yeah. really, this is on yeah.
2: you guys too to keep pushing this. And we appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Thanks this. for tuning in. Yeah. Thank, thank you to James. For having, yeah. yeah. on. Thanks on for having me. Amazing yeah. person. Yeah. Check him out. Try to support his local fights when he does fight. Yeah. Just take an interest in everything James is doing because we support everything he's doing. He's an amazing human. It's great to have him on. Congrats on your victory again, bro. Yep. It's a pleasure to watch you fight, man. Thank you guys. Yeah, pre- pleasure to be a part of your journey,
1: too. Yep. Thanks for all the time, guys. Yeah. It's been a pleasure being here with you guys. Iron dick. <laughs> iron dick. Wait, is that, <laughs> is that
2: how we're going now? <laughs> <laughs> iron dick. <laughs> <laughs> iron
1: <laughs> <cross-eyed>. <laughs> In the deleted scenes, you guys all look your dicks <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I gotta go. Yeah, whoa,
2: <laughs> yeah. oh, whoa, well, well, Iron dick. Yeah. Oh, God. Alright, yeah. I'm stopping the press. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> cool, man.